Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Five, six, seven, eight. Butch stains. <laughs> I like that we both said it very slow. I know. I was worried you weren't going to do the accent. That I was just going to go butch stains. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, whoops. <laughs> butch stains, everybody. He's taking the field front and center. Right yes, now. he is right now. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. We're here to talk about Butch Danes. Butch Danes. He's taking the field and he's (laughs) proposing the question of what if. What if. Um, But before we get into that, I didn't mention the book club pick for February in the last episode. Oh, that's okay. completely forgot. That's all right. um, I'm going to mention it now for Reading is Sexy because where you read I'll Follow, we're doing two months. So we're still Mm. reading Franny and Zoe by J.D. Salinger. But for Reading is Sexy, we're doing something a little bit different, which is still Gilmore Girls, but in a different way. Because this book is called Will They or Won't They by Ava Wilder. And rather than being a trope about Gilmore Girls, it is about two people who are starring in a TV show together. Oh, I love that. So I thought it would be like a little bit of a different sort of twist because it says, this is the description. And I will say I have read this book and I love this book. And this was one of my favorite books last year. And I'm really excited to read it again with all of you. And I will tell you what it's about right now. Lila Hunter and Shane McCarty are madly in love, at least their characters are. As the stars of the hit paranormal TV show Intangible, Lila and Shane spent years pining for each other on screen, dot dot dot, until Lila ditched the show at the end of season five in hopes of becoming a movie star. With no such luck, she's back to film the much-hyped ninth ninth and final season in which Lila and Shane's characters will get back together at last. But coming back means facing one of the biggest reasons she left, Shane. Ever since their secret behind the scenes fling imploded at the end of season one, the two of them have despised each other. Now reunited on set for the first time in years with the world's eyes on them and their post-show careers on the line, they'll have to grit their teeth and play nice. But under pressure to give Intangibles fans the happy ending they've been waiting for, Lila and Shane are forced to get closer than ever, and if they're not careful, they might get blindsided by one final twist, a real happy ending of their own. Ooh. And so I love it because it's like they hate each other, but they're having to film together. And I just, I think it's kind of fun. I love that. Like, I never want to dive too deeply into the personal lives of the actors, but I know there were actors who dated each other on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of like the idea of like spinning that out into fiction and like a much beloved show returning for after being away. Yeah. I think it's kind of fun. And I really, really loved this book so much. Totally. Um, And I think it's like a fun kind of different sort of take on like the Gilmore Girls literature, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think it's a fun February read. Yeah. A little Valentine's Day. A little like they hate each other, but not for long. But not really. (laughs) The opposite of love is not hate. It is indifference. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's really cool. I love that pick. I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that we can get Ava Wilder on. I haven't reached out yet. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what happens because that's that's February. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I think that's a great pick for February. Yeah. So you have two days to get ready. (laughs) Sorry about that. Sorry. (laughs) They'll do it. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. I believe in them. Yeah. I also announced it on Fable before this. So great. Perfect. We love it. Before we get into the Luke of it all, though, 
Uh, we did want to mention that tickets just went on sale yesterday for this year's Gilmore Galentine event. As we've mentioned in the past, this is going to be a virtual event. We were hoping to do this out in Chicago, but scheduling conflicts actually didn't allow us to. And we have something really exciting planned for a live event in Chicago and other places later this year. But we decided that it would just be a lot of fun for us to all gather virtually, digitally, and do what we did last year. So through Moment, we are going to be hosting a Gilmore Galentine on Tuesday, February 13th. Like I said, that tickets went on sale yesterday and there is an early bird special that is running for only 48 hours so if you want to get the early bird special and the lowest ticket price that you will pay for this event head to moment.co slash gilmore to say and get your tickets because it's going to be so much fun I know. I'm so excited. And I actually am really excited that it's a virtual event because we are calling it our slumber party as we have in the past. Every single time we've done this, we've worn our PJs, which we are, of course, going to do this year. Of course. we would like for you to do. And so there's something like cozy about y'all being at home, not going outside where it's super cold right now. No, I'm glad we're doing this virtually. It was so much fun last year. We're going to do it a little differently this year. Last year, Haley and I were together. This year, we're actually going to be coming to you live from our separate homes. um, From our bedrooms. (laughs) Literally from our bedrooms, but it'll be nice because we uh, weren't able to actually look at any of the chat that was going on last time. Um, Last year, Melanie, who's one of Haley's friends and my new friend and a listener of ours, she actually helped us out and she was doing her best to kind of read everything, but there was so much coming through. Yeah, she was um, reading text, she was reading chat, she was doing all of that. She was a little octopus lady. Yeah. So (laughs) it'll be nice for us to actually read these things in real time and get to interact with you guys. It's just going to be a lot of fun. We had such a great time last year with all the snacks and the drinks that Larissa from Eating Gilmore designed for us and the PJs. Like you said, we have some PJs we're really excited to wear this year. It's just going to be a lot of fun. And even though we were really excited to come to Chicago and do this live, we're so excited that we can do this with like as many people as we can possibly gather digitally um, to do this with all of you, to share this with all of you. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a fun time. We're going to play games. We're going to make lists as we do, do a giveaway. Yeah. Um, It's just going to be, you know, it's going to be a lot like the past two that we did. So if you had fun with those, come and join us. We're really excited and we would love to see you. I guess we won't see you, but you will see us and we will feel your presence. We will feel (laughs) your presence. It will be great. Also, speaking of announcements, we are actually going to be launching, we teased this on our Instagram story yesterday, we're actually going to be launching our team's merch next week on our merch site at gilmoretosay.com. The old merch shop. (laughs) The old merch shop with a P and an E at the end of shop. Um... I am really excited about this because we've been really trying to decipher how we're going to market Teams merch because it's so popular in the fandom and we wanted to make sure we did it right. And I think we've both kind of thought of this for a while, like what this could be, kind of varsity, kind of like Jersey-like and just melding it into one. And with the Super Bowl coming up, we figured it was perfect. It's time to pick your team, for real. It's time to pick your team. Wear it loud and proud. Choose your fighter. (laughs) Yes, Exactly. exactly. My fighter is blonde. Is it me? It is. <laughs> Team Tara. <laughs> oh, my God. We should Connect totally that. have Team Tara, Team Haley shirts. Wow. I'll wear Team Haley. I'll wear Team Tara. Perfect. That's fun. That you know, that actually fun. works really well in terms of, like, us figuring out, like, the sizing of, like, the letters because we had to, like, go back and forth a little bit because Team Jess is less letters than Team Logan. But Team Logan is the same amount of letters as Team Haley. <laughs> wow. And Team Jess is the same amount of letters as Team Tara. Exactly. Unfortunately, is also the same amount of letters as Team Dean. 
Mm. I will say there was a lot of requests when we put this up to our close friends because we did a little merch preview for them. A lot of them asked for Team Luke. Yes, they did. Yeah. Which, which is, is also, also the, the same, same amount, amount of letters. letters. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Look at that. Well, speaking of Team Luke, we came here today to talk about What If Luke? An what episode we've been wanting to do for a while. I know. I feel like I mentioned this like so much on Patreon in the last couple of months of like, mm-hmm. God, I just want to what if that man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great character to what if, especially when we got to chicken or beef. And I think we actually talked about this on pod before we got to this episode. Yeah, we did. Kind of posing a very important question in Dean and Rory's storyline for what ends up happening at the end of season four. But we'll get to that a little later. But there were so many questions that came about in posing that particular question that we were like, yeah, so many choices that Luke makes could have and do have grave impact on the storyline. And like one different move could have shifted everything. Yeah, the butterfly effect of Luke Danes, of Butch Danes. Butch Danes, <laughs> butterfly effect. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's you know? the name of this episode. <laughs> the Dead. butterfly effect of Butch Danes. <laughs> it also feels really appropriate because Luke is really feeling like the star of season four in our yes, rewatch on Patreon. It's very true. He is. He is really just like nailing it some of his lines his storyline what he's going through it just really feels like luke and kirk we decided the Mm -hmm. two of them are really the stars of the season they really are it's really really big for both of their storylines but specifically for luke he of course is in the midst of this very weird relationship with nicole he's on the verge of finding out and discovering that his feelings for lorelei are valid enough for him to say something finally and we're really excited to get there But we posed the question on our Instagram stories of, you know, what if Luke? What if? Man, oh man, did we get- There's so many responses. I didn't even get through them all, Haley. I'm going to be real honest with you. I started from the bottom and I made my way to the top. And there were so many popular answers, right? Like, I think that the most popular, like the top two were what if Luke kept the- diner as a hardware store instead of opening a diner or what if he turned it into something else besides a diner and the other one of course was what if he had told Lorelai about April when he found out I feel like those were the two most popular questions posed um what Haley and I decided that we were going to do because there were so many and if we go through them all we're going to be here for 14 years literally forever this is going to be all of season three three. exactly (laughs) there were so many can I tell you I've never read the word impregnated so many times before Oh, as I did scrolling through that. (laughs) So much about being pregnant. But like specifically that word, like what if Luke impregnated insert woman here? Yeah. And X person reacted as such. Yeah. Um, Like every time I was like, damn, you guys really liked that word today. Really, really like that word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what we decided that we were going to do to keep this episode relatively short or reasonably. Reasonably not 13 hours long. Long. Um is that we both picked a few, and we're not sure if we each picked the same ones. So we're going to go back and forth and kind of present what ifs to each other and see where we land. Yeah. I have a couple that I, like, want to, like, list that they, like, made me cackle. I have honorable mentions, too. Okay. And I don't know. I don't think you picked any of these. I don't think you did you either. Did. <laughs> Let's save them for the end. Okay, great, great, great. I love that. But as you mentioned, one of the ones that everyone, for some reason, like this was like, I was surprised that this was the most common one, which is like, what if Luke had kept at a hardware store? Um, Because I feel like there's not much 
to be said there of yeah. like Lorelai wouldn't come there for coffee. She yeah. wouldn't come there to eat. They would end up someplace else, maybe at the Hungry Diner or at Weston's or someplace else. Or yeah. um, maybe she would get really into fixing things up because she had a crush on the hardware store owner. Mm. Um, maybe she would have a closet full of hammers that she, yeah, that she went dressed in and up. bought. <laughs> True. Yeah, I didn't really have an answer for this because I feel like it's one of those questions like um, when we did What If Rory, like what if Rory wasn't born? I'm like, all right, there wouldn't be a show. And we're like, done. we're done. The, end. the story's girl. over. <laughs> yeah, one singular yeah. Gilmore girl, you know? So I feel like I, I think it's an interesting question to pose and like the, wow, he could have not opened a diner and then the story wouldn't have unfolded. It would unfolded. be so different. It would be very different, but yeah. then we wouldn't have the story that we like. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I wouldn't have wanted that. I no. do like the idea of Lorelai falling in love with the hardware store owner, going in there to get things that she absolutely doesn't need because she mm -hmm. does not know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. But like, other than that, that's kind of like the end of the story. Like, it really is because I feel like Luke's is such a setting for them, not yeah. just for the, the romance love. between yeah. Lorelai and Luke, but for so many different things to happen it that could not of, happen at a hardware store. Yeah. That's why I was so surprised that so many put that, so many people put that. Like, I almost want you guys, maybe in the comments, to add what you think would have happened. Yeah. Because I kind of was like, they wouldn't eat there. <laughs> yeah, that was really the only answer I had. I was or, like, she would eat there and that would be against the rules. <laughs> Very odd. It would have been interesting if he had kept it as like half diner, half hardware store. That maybe would have been interesting. Like this little coffee shop. Yeah, that would have been oh, interesting. That would have been interesting. I just love why it as a straight just up diner. Now, yeah. Why am I just now connecting, though, that that makes sense as to why Luke is really handy? Because his dad used to own a hardware store and he probably picked up tools of the trade. <laughs> Bert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, I just made that connection. <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel the same way about them posing the question, you know, what if, of course, this is like, this was the first thing that came to my mind besides the hardware store into the diner was if Luca told Lorelai about April. And the thing is, is like, I, I, there's not much to say there other than like the drama that happened between the two of them wouldn't have happened. You know yeah. what I mean? He would have been like, I have a daughter. She'd been like, whoa, holy shit. Let's uh, figure that out together. Exactly. And then I think that most, I, I think that they could have done it that way in that like he still maybe wouldn't have allowed her into uh, yeah. that relationship. That drama still, I think, would have existed. But I think that part of what broke Lorelai was not just the fact that she felt so exiled from that relationship. And in addition to the fact that he postponed their wedding, it was that she felt lied to and she felt betrayed. She had she felt, been lied to, yeah. Yeah. And she felt like something had been omitted from their relationship, especially after he chastised her for hiding things from With him Chris. about Christopher. Yeah. Like, so, don't lie. Whatever. Of course you do. Though but that I think is the drama still would have been the same. I think so, too. Like, you saying that, I so I totally see how that maybe could have been more interesting that, like, he told her about it. And then it's like, let me figure this out. Like, I don't want to lie to you about it, but, like, I need some time to figure this out with her. And then he never pulls her back into it. Mm. And she's just kind of, like, sitting there, like, do, 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 do. Like, yeah, because I, and you know, same. I, I'm curious from your vantage point because of how you feel about Luke. And I don't really want to get into that so much because I think that's a whole separate episode. <laughs> I don't but dislike him. I know you don't. But I think a lot of your like 
I don't want to say distaste, but like a lot of your kind of meh about Luke, Mm -hmm. like your meh feelings about him come from being such a fan of season six. Would you feel differently about him had he told her up front, but then continued to kind of like unintentionally edge her out of that relationship? Um, Maybe not completely different Mm. because like the honesty is really important there. Well, again, how hypocritical it was. Oh, the honesty in and of itself. Yes, you should be honest in your relationship, but you were just so hypocritical in that you completely laid into her over the fact that she didn't tell you about being in touch with Christopher when like she wasn't in touch with Christopher. (laughs) You threw a freaking fit about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, everything that had happened in Wedding Bell Blues, I understand why he was upset, but he ended their relationship over that. And then you have the audacity to turn around in the same breath. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to think about that because, like, I think that that is, like, a big part of it. But when you get to partings, it's kind of like the lie is kind of behind you at this point because, like, she found out about it and he didn't really do anything after she found out about it. Yeah. You're just kind of like, I have a daughter now. You can't meet her. Sorry. Like, figuring things out with her. Like, there was no, like, not that he needed to, like, grovel afterwards, but it's like, you made a big mistake, my dude. Like by Huge. not saying anything about it, which a lot of people I have found disagree with, which I find fascinating um, that he needed time to figure it out on his own, mm. which is fair. But I think you could do that, letting your partner know and letting your partner in, especially someone that you intend to spend the rest of your life with Correct. and to partner your life with. Yeehaw. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I can't tell because like, when you get to partings, it really is like that he pushed her out so much. Mm. And like, it's almost like the lie is like so far behind you. But like. Maybe a little bit. I think it would have um I think I would have been more okay with it. It almost feels worse that he let her in and then just completely pushed her out versus like lying to her and just like never brought her in. Mm. Yeah. I don't I know. Agree. I can't decide. But either I way, either. I think it would I think that partings would have still ended the same had um I agree. He, she knows. I think she still would have reached not. the place of being so emotionally distraught over it, she would have issued an ultimatum. Yeah. I do. An old but, tomato. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that like I think the hypocrisy and the lying and hiding it from her was really bad, but also like you said, behind them at that point. It wasn't about yeah. that anymore. It wasn't like you hid this from me. It was you're hiding me from this situation now. Yeah. You're making me feel like some secret. S- yeah, some woman in your life to yeah. the mother of your child when like I'm gonna be your wife. Yeah. We're going to get married. You and me. Yeah. Like, what is it that Anna says? Like, dating isn't married or engaged isn't married or. Yeah. Engaged isn't married. Something yucky like that, Anna Nardini. Big eye roll. Big eye roll. There were a lot of questions about her. But anyway, what was outside of these two very popular questions? What was your first one that you wanted to present? I did overpick. Uh, Me too. I just I just kind of couldn't stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what do I want to go with? Um, I'm going to go with what if Luke got angry and left the dragonfly after his conversation with Jason in Raincoats and Recipes? Wow. Great question. I thought that one was really good. That one came up a couple of times, but that one was one that I really was like, at first when I read Jason, I was like, when did he talk to Jess? Like my brain could not read Jason. And I was like, Jess was in that episode at the dragonfly. Like I literally like 
my brain stopped comprehending words. We're having a hard time with words this week, I will admit. We've been having a hard words week. It's very true. It's, it's been a hard word week, but it did say Jason. And I picked that because we're in the the height of Jason at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And I just felt that was that one was very appropriate. Um, what do you think? It definitely would have complicated matters. I think that... Lorelai would have gone looking for him. She would have been like, it would have been very interesting to see her leave her own opening to go to the diner. And he's just like, I don't know, a la, you know, season two, episode two, Hammers and Veils, when she's having the wedding shower outside in the square and he is (laughs) pouring the ketchup bottles. Yeah. And he says, I've got very important (laughs) business to do here. (laughs) I could see him kind of like, sulking in his diner alone and then them basically having the same exact conversation that they end up having in front of the dragonfly because the thing is is that he gets upset with himself for and like also takes it out on her for thinking like I'm so dumb why did I think that this was going to be a thing like I thought that I was being obvious with the dancing and the flowers and the whatever (laughs) and you know she's like yeah no I I Loved it because she has no idea that he even knows anything about Jason because for her, that relationship is over. So maybe there would have been a little bit more of a fight about that. Like, but Beth told me you're still with this guy. I'm not with this guy. You know, like a little bit more of that back and forth. But I'm glad it took place at the Dragonfly. Yeah. Can I tell you, I would have been really disappointed in Luke because I think that had he gotten angry and left like with the Jason scenario of it all because he talks to Jason and he hears does from, hears from Babette and I just think that after the book after reading the book and committing himself to like you know what I'm gonna show up for Lorelai like this is gonna work between us like I see her face which like my dad loved that part <laughs> I know so much um and yeah after that if he heard from one person who was not Lorelai that this was the truth or whatever. And he decided to go back to the diner in the middle of this like big event for her. Like maybe that's what he needed to do and not like confront her there, but like not make it about himself, but kind of like kind of give up on it a little bit. I think I would have been really disappointed in him that she had to seek him out because I feel like that's so Lorelai. It's like, she's always the one that's like, I don't know, initiating things between the two of them, whether that's in forgiving him or like they've been separated. Like she's the one that comes back to him and he always kind of feels like he's always there. But I think that that's what I needed from Luke to like be the one to like kiss her, to like make the move. Like I I needed that from Luke. And if she had to go find him in the middle of her big event, I think I would have been really disappointed in him. I agree. I agree. I think that it happened the way it was meant to happen. Yeah. Do you think there's a world in which he leaves after talking to Jason and the kiss doesn't happen and we're like left again, once again <laughs> in season five, like still edging the Luke and Lorelai of it all? You know, that question came up a lot in a variety of ways of kind of prolonging. Like someone asked, what if Luke didn't get the book? I know, I did add a what if to a what if. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, there were a lot of of questions that were posed that kind of prolonged this. Or people were also asking the question of like, what if they had gotten together sooner? I just think it was too perfect. If they had prolonged it any longer, I I think think we all would have been exhausted. 
Yeah. And they prolong it in a variety of ways, right? Like it could no longer be prolonged in the way that it had been where they're just not admitting their feelings for each other. It then had to be owned and admitted. And now the things, the obstacles that are keeping them apart have to do with what complicates their relationship, not what inhibits them from being together. Yeah. You know? I agree. I think that had the kiss not happened at that point, we all would have been like, ah, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Because there were so many other times that it could have happened. You know, people pose the question of like, what if Luke had kissed Lorelai in season one when they were painting, when they were planning to paint the diner? I think that would have been too soon. What if he had, you know, in double date, followed through on asking her on that date and hadn't been interrupted by Mrs. Kim? I think that would have been too soon. Yeah. You know? I have a what if about it, but I'll save it. Okay. (laughs) All right, you can save it. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, including beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, and more. And as you all know, I love shopping through the Rakuten app. Every time I shop online, I always start there to see what the cashback deals are. It's incredibly user-friendly, membership is free, and it's easy to sign up. The best part is you can maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals because the app lets you know what the store sales and coupons are at your favorite places to shop. Speaking of favorite places to shop, I love shopping Anthropology's post-holiday sale where they put their clearance on clearance. This year, not only did I get savings on top of savings, but I also got cash back by shopping their sale through Rakuten. Cashback rates are changing daily, so make sure that you check their site or your app to snag the best deals. Start all of your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app like me to start your saving today. Your cashback really adds up. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tecovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you, but I also know (laughs) you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tecovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tecovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you out. Fitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a 
fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, so you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. To that, though, one of the first ones I picked, which was also very popular, it's kind of twofold. What if Luke had stayed with Rachel after she, you know, encouraged him to go talk to Lorelai about his feelings and he sees Max there and he decides like, no, I'm going to go after Rachel because this person is clearly going to be with somebody else. What if that happened? I would feel really bad for Rachel. <laughs> I would feel very bad for Rachel. I mean, it kind of makes Luke an honorable person, gives more honor to his character for him to not seek comfort in her because she is familiar, because he's been not rejected by Lorelai, but like because the person he actually wants to be with is not available. Wait, I'm confused. So can you say that again? There, I'm. Where is the honor? Is what I'm wondering. And There's that honor in him not chasing after Rachel, saying like, I want to be with you. In the, in the way that the storyline is now. Yes. yes. Okay, agreed. Sorry, I thought you meant that there was honor in him going and finding Rachel and being with her instead of Laurel. I was like, I don't think that's so. <laughs> no. I got you. I got you. Yes, I totally agree. Like that there's just something about like letting go of Rachel because he knows that's not the person he's supposed to be with because he wants to be with Lorelai. And she is going to be with Max. Totally agree. But if he had gone after Rachel, first of all, I would feel really bad for Rachel. She'd feel a little bit like Lindsay. Um, oh my gosh, would they cheat? I don't think so. It'd be too soon for them no. to get together. Well, so here's the other question that was posed is what if Rachel and Luke were married when Lorelai met him? Like what if he had married Rachel? Like all those years ago when they first met and like mm -hmm. the horoscope? Or even if they were just together. Let's say they weren't even married. What if they were just the kind of people that were like, yeah, we're together. Uh, we, we've talked about getting married, but, you know, whatever. They've been together for, you know. Yeah. Is she still jumping years. out of airplanes and things like that? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Being very Rachel of her. Hmm. I don't know. Like, is Luke still pining after her in this scenario? of like I think so. Oh. Would we like Luke? You know, would we like Luke yeah. or would we kind of feel the same way that we feel about Dean, where Dean is clearly in love with somebody, but is married to somebody else? Mm. That's interesting because, like, it's very clear that when he's with Nicole, he likes Lorelai. Like, as we talked about I mean, the even last Nicole episode. knows that. Yeah, that every love triangle between Luke and Lorelai is with whoever else they're with. Like, it's until they're together. Um, oh. I w it would make me not like Luke. Like, I think I would have, like, imagine if we had, like, the fishing 
scenario where he like helps her like that, but he has a girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. No. Is he with? Because he he calls Nicole back after that. He doesn't call her back. He. I mean, he goes up to her because he sees her outside of Luke's diner. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, he, like, yeah. he pursues her, which is kind of the scenario mm-hmm. that we're describing here of, like, the what if of, like, he starts to pursue Nicole. And, like, he doesn't have a history with her. So there no. is that. But what is what is it that you're going to go pursue someone else? I mean, it's kind of fair. I mean, it's like, you're it's not going to be with me, so yeah. I'm going to go and try and find someone else. Why it's am I inhibiting worse. myself yeah. from opening up to other relationships for this person who keeps dating other people instead of yeah. dating me? <laughs> instead of dating me. It's a lot worse with Rachel. Like, if he has a history with her or um, is with her when mm. this is happening, mm-hmm. um, but, like, like, Rachel's just so boring that, like, they would have to, like, make her more interesting because I don't want to end up in a place where it's, like, I'm, like, oh, yeah, he shouldn't be with Rachel. It's okay that he's, like, got eyes for Lorelai because his girlfriend slash wife is kind of meh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the way some people feel about Lindsay. There's so many people out there who defend Dean's oh, choices because yeah. he's they're, like, well, he was in love with Rory. And I'm, like, that doesn't. What? That oh. doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Like, that doesn't make it right. Doesn't even make it romantic. <laughs> no. And I think we've romanticized that in television, right? Everything that happened with Rory and Jess, you know, she was with Dean, but she liked Jess, of course, because he was very exciting. And Dean did start to feel a little boring comparatively. Yeah. When you meet someone who is very compatible with you, she kind of gets into when she's doing Paris's hair in season three, episode one, when they're in DC together. Oh, you I know, it just kind that. of clicks and it makes sense. Yeah. Where they kind of meet their soulmate, it feels like. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have met you, sparks fly, like, we have to be together. This yeah. is us. But. You have someone else. Yeah. Like, ditch them first. Break it off with them. Ditch them sounds mean. But, like, break it off with them first. I just mean, like, end it. Just go. Please just just end it. Don't end them, but end the relationship. End the relationship. Because it is so much worse and so much more damaging to the person. Because as much as we rag on Dean, he was very, (laughs) what? Us? Us? Me? Dean Sucks merch available. <laughs> available now at GilmoreToSay.com. Like as much as we do rag on Dean, he was very broken from that situation. And that doesn't justify what he did. That doesn't mean that he should have married Lindsay. He should have cheated on her with Rory because he was still broken over that situation. But it did. Yeah. What Rory did do to him, that's that's pretty damaging when you do that to a person. It, it can mess them up. It can give them severe trust issues. Yeah. So it can make them get married suddenly out of the at blue. Literally 19 years old. Yeah. But there's nothing getting wrong with getting married at 19, but I just think that maybe the Dean scenario of it, there's you beat up someone's your ex-girlfriend's current boyfriend and then you got engaged. Yeah. I think that there's things wrong with that. And also they were <laughs> dating for like a handful of months. It's like get to know each other. I was very on board with Rory when she was saying to him, like, why don't you just date? And he's like, I don't know, because I want to get married. And she's like, okay. Okay. That's so Luke of him, though, to be like, you know what? We're not going to get divorced. We're just going to stay married. True. So we can date and figure it out. Just, I will never, I will never understand. (laughs) But I will say that I think in the situation of the Rachel, Luke, Lorelai triangle 
angle, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. I think that the part of it that would have made us not like Lorelai in this situation, I'm not saying that Luke would have cheated on Rachel with Lorelai. Because yeah. that would have been really icky. I don't but think it, that Luke would have done that. I don't think he would have either. He doesn't strike me as that kind of person. But I think that what would have really complicated matters is that I do think Lorelai and Rachel would have been friends. I think so too. Because they were starting like, to forge some sort of friendship in season one. And I know it was kind of heavy handed by Rachel. She was like, I want to know you. And Lorelai was a little like, okay. And it was because, you know, she... Had underlying feelings for Luke. Oh, that makes it so juicy, crazy, like not Gilmore Girls to have like Luke and Rachel be together. Luke be into Lorelai and Lorelai and Rachel be developing this like deep friendship Mm -hmm. of like, I'm going to leave you for this friend of yours. Like that's a lot of these what ifs kind of put this show in a totally different tone. Yeah. Like some of the honorable the mentions. Um, yes, much sooner than season seven. Big CW energy. It's big like yeah. the OC One Tree Hill energy. Gossip Girl. Which is kind of what I love about Gilmore Girls is that it doesn't like there's drama, but it's manageable drama. It's yeah. not like. It's not like big twisty, juicy drama. Yeah. It's drama that you can kind of relate to. Whereas yeah. with Gossip Girl, I love it. I love yeah. it so much, but you're like, how did we get here? <laughs> yeah. No, that was like when I told my dad, um, they shoot Gilmore, don't they, was such a big episode. He was like, nothing really happened. I was like, it's Gilmore Girls. Nothing really happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. were you expecting a car chase between Dean and Jess through the middle of the dance yeah. floor? Like, <laughs> exactly. It's it's high stakes for Gilmore Girls. And that's yeah. why we love the show. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was a really interesting that that is a question that I think we've posed on Patreon. Uh, maybe we've talked about a little bit on pod is, you know, what if Rachel stayed? What if Rachel was yeah. around longer? What if Luke like really leaned into that relationship in an effort to avoid his feelings for Lorelai? And I think he did to a certain extent, but not so much that we disliked his character for it. Yeah. I kind of do like the idea of having Rachel there long before the end of season one and maybe Rachel's still leaving Mm. and so them having developed a friendship and something that maybe is keeping them apart is the fact that Lorelai is friends with Rachel Mm. and so like maybe there's like an added element to like make it more Gilmore Girls than (laughs) than, like the juicy element that it felt like so like maybe it it did take them till season four to get together because of that Mm. um and maybe Rachel comes back and she's so happy for them (laughs) maybe a lot of people have posed the question of what if April was Rachel's child and not we post that a lot (laughs) we post that before um and that's a really interesting one to get into I don't remember what episode we talked about that in yeah oh I don't either Maybe, maybe plot holes because we're talking about it how like have been plot where, holes. where did Anna fall into this whole thing? Because they talked about Rachel so much in season one. When did he sleep with Anna? When was he with yeah. Anna? You know, it might have been plot holes. It we had two plot holes, holes episodes. We did because so. there were so many. Anyway, <laughs> in an effort not to turn this into two episodes, <laughs> what's your next one? Yeah. Well, not to like stay on this scenario, but like something that like I really find interesting from this is what if when. Luke went over to Lorelai's house to tell her how he felt. He told her. And it's like everything stayed the same with Rachel, with Max, with everything. But Lorelai now knows that he feels that way. And so then when she goes to tell him that she is engaged, they share this understanding that he has feelings for her, but they don't talk about it. I added a little bit to it, but what if it was what if he went over and told her yeah. how he felt? That was yeah. the what if that was shared. But it's kind of like 
building upon it was kind of how I felt because I was like, huh, like what if it was just out there the whole time and it wasn't like covert or like he wasn't being shy about it. Well, he was being very shy about it after the fact, I imagine. But like, yeah, totally. She just knew. You know, I I don't know how much I would have liked that because it would have been interesting to watch. But if everything stayed the same and they don't get together till season four, I think one of the reasons why I love the end of season four is because Luke is finally owning his feelings for Lorelai. Yeah. And there's something really sexy about someone being like in their convictions about their feelings. You know, when someone like you. (laughs) Yeah. When he's like, I'm in, I'm all in. I want to do this. Yeah. And so I think. (laughs) That's another episode. I think. What if Luke was in all in? (laughs) (laughs) What if Luke was actually all in? (laughs) But I do think that him being that serious about it, like if he had come to her with the same energy that he comes in with at the end of season four, that would have been really hard to watch Lorelai turn down. Yeah. You know, and I think that. It would have just set up for a very strange dynamic between the two of them. I don't know that we would have gotten the friendship that we do because there's always that subtlety of how they have feelings for each other. They just never talk about it. Yeah. I have to wonder how that would like play out because like the Max part of it is just so like we should get married like mm-hmm. like which doesn't make any sense Max Medina. But I kind of I don't know there's something about it that I like of like maybe them talking about it of like. It was Rachel was leaving like I do like you but like I would much rather be your friend like that yeah. sort of thing. He'd like, have to really explain it away like in order for hoppa. us. Yeah. Yeah. It like, would have been interesting for them to tease us with that and then kind of like tease the audience with the idea of them not being a couple because he tells her like no. Yeah. In the same way that um, I know we bring this up a lot in comparing these two relationships but uh, The Office with Jim and Pam. They have, yeah. spoiler alert, if you've never seen The Office and you plan on watching There's it, There's no reason to spoiler alert this show from the 2000s. I was going to say, it's been <laughs> out for so long. At the end of season two, after this buildup of their relationship, Pam and Jim kiss in this like very climactic moment that is so well done. And then you're kind of left on this cliffhanger because they kiss. And then when they come back in season three, Jim has transferred to another branch. Uh, another branch. And they are not together. So it kind of teases you with this idea of like, oh my God, they're so they're not going to get together. And you're like, there's no way. There's no way these two don't get together. So it would have given maybe that interesting flair to it of Ooh. like building up to this moment, Luke finally tells her at the end of season one and leaves that on a cliffhanger for the season two premiere where Ooh. she says yes to Max. Well, what if it happened instead of before Max proposed? What if it happened after? Like after the daisies. I actually think it's more interesting if it happens before and then she gets proposed to. And then you're like, what the hell is she going to do? Yeah. Uh, it could have happened either way. You're right. What, what the hell is she going to do is kind of in either scenario. Totally. I don't know. Well, it would have been interesting if he told her he had feelings. We're led to believe as an audience she's going to break up with Max and then Max proposes to her. Yeah. Mmm. Juicy. A little too juicy. <laughs> It would have been interesting if he had told her in that moment, Max shows up. She doesn't know how to respond to Luke. Luke leaves. I'll always be around. (gasps) Max says something to the effect of like, what was that? And she's like, nothing. And he's like, okay, I feel like I just caught a moment there. (laughs) And she's like, no, no, we're just, it's Luke. And he's like, I don't know. I think that there's a vibe. 
And then he finally, like, has this fight with her and is like, we should get married. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that would be drama. Peak drama. But I think not only did the subtlety of their feelings build up to this moment of them kissing, this this grand kiss in front of the dragonfly, will you just stand still? It really built up to the conviction that Luke has in his feelings. And I think had we seen that any sooner, I don't know that it would have been as delicious. Because like I said, it's yeah. very sexy when a man is like, or anybody, man, woman, whomever, is like, I have feelings for you. Yeah. When the person who's approaching you with their feelings feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially if you feel the same way back. If not, it's a little (laughs) uncomfortable. If not, don't worry about it. (laughs) But I think that I I love the way that it happened and I prefer the way that it happened. But Mm. I think there's an interesting element of he didn't stand in it, of like he felt that way and he still feels that way. And he's like, you know what? I'm happy for you. Let's just be friends. Like, whatever, whatever. And then mm. when it comes back around, he's like, you know what? I lied. I have – I've never just been your friend. Like, I have always loved you. And, like, yeah. now he's doing it. So I think there's, like, a reverse of it of, like, he was – he couldn't deal with the rejection of it because he got rejected. Um, yeah. And then seeing that play out when he, like, finally steps into it and then makes her stand still, which we have mixed feelings about the line. but I know. Um, about the moment just, but yeah it's so much better when judy garland is singing and um a star is born in the background <laughs> the best that was oh, my favorite. so good um but i do like the way it happened much better but i just think it's like an interesting idea of like she always kind of knows because like it's in the background of her when she gets together with christopher when christopher leaves when they have their fight at the end of season two mm-hmm. and go to hell back at you and then when they like kind of reconnect and she's Mimi. <laughs> yes, exactly. And she's telling him all of this and like he's kind of like, well, I liked you and I told you that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just wants her friend back. Yeah, yeah. And I think that what does kind of disrupt friendship sometimes between men and women is if there is there are feelings on one side and maybe not on the other. Obviously, this is not the case with these two. Yeah. But had Marty. Luke <laughs> shared his feelings and she did not share hers back, whether they were reciprocated or not, they were. Um, it does provide a little air of of awkwardness. And I think that that can inhibit you from actually having a true friendship. And I think them not sharing their feelings with each other is why they were able to have such a solid friendship. And also it was probably the reason why they didn't share their feelings for a long time because they were fearful of what was on the other side of sharing their feelings. I think like a tisket a tasket wouldn't have been nearly as good if she knew that Luke had feelings for her. Because when he's like going on about the thing of like, you'll find someone to buy your basket. Yeah. well, you made her a basket and brought it Literally. out in the gazebo. <laughs> it's true. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So my next one is, what if Luke didn't kick Jess out at the end of season three? Ooh. Do you think he would have just left? A lot of people asked that question as well. Would Mm. Jess have just left anyway? Would he have left Stars Hollow if he, you know, 
if he did in that scenario, do you think that Luke would have gone to California and gotten him? <gasps> Luke in California, man. I think it's much sweeter that Jess ends up coming back. On his um, own. Obviously yeah. not for Luke. He comes back for his car. The circumstances <laughs> under which he returns are yeah. not necessarily sweet. I think the moment is more powerful that Jess comes back on his own. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that that's how it had to happen. Um, he does go find him in New York and drag him to the wedding. Um, that is true. That is very that part true. Of it. I can't wait to um, get to that. Oh, but, I know. But him not kicking him out at the end of season three. We've talked about this a little bit in that what if Luke was not so education driven if he had allowed just the space to go into the workforce before he was done with high school? Um, and I think... I don't know that the outcome necessarily would have changed. I think that maybe Rory and Jess's relationship would have been different. I don't really know. I don't know what that would have looked like. Because I think at some point, Jess and Rory would have had to go their separate ways. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that Luke is just so set in his ways that I don't know that he would have been able to release this idea of Jess not graduating from high school. And going into the workforce immediately, even though that sounds like it's kind of what he did. Yeah, because I, I think that there's too much of like Luke would have to have a little bit of a out of character moment of being very communicative and very um, like maybe not very good with his feelings is the wrong word, but like really have an honest conversation with Jess. And I don't think that that is too far from where he could be, but I don't think that that's how him and Jess interact. Um, I think that maybe it would have had to have come a lot sooner than that moment because Luke was already really disappointed in him because of the fight and like that whole thing. And he's very clearly not like on good terms with Rory and he's like, what are you doing? Like, um, so there's yeah. like that element to it, but maybe he doesn't like, maybe he still yells at him, but maybe he doesn't tell him that he has to go. So I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a world in which like uh, what the storyline would be leading up to that, that Jess wouldn't feel like he had to leave, that Luke wouldn't like have that explosion with him um, because the things that Jess was doing were not great and Luke kind of was in the right to show that to him. Not that yeah. Jess didn't know. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think of like a world. I know we want Jess to stay. <laughs> no, we do. But I really do think that they needed to come apart to come back together. Like I think yeah. that I don't think Jess would have appreciated Luke as much as he comes to had he not had to leave. Yeah. Distance and I'm makes not the heart saying, grow fonder. <laughs> I'm not saying that Luke had to necessarily say, then you've got to go. Not saying that. What a good but line I, though. Great line. But I do think that in forcing Jess to no longer coast on this path that he was headed down, which wasn't even necessarily a bad one. And I think that that's something that you and I have discussed at length that like. Yeah, a lot in three. Yeah. Society has kind of taught us that education is at the forefront. But I think we've started to allow people the space to grow into whatever path they they want for their future. And while I do think that education is valuable, I think that it's not like Jess was, you know, sneaking out of school to like go like fuck around somewhere and do drugs or whatever. He was was going to work. School to go work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that 
had Luke budged on his outlook on what Jess's future needed to be, he could have had an honest conversation with him and they could have figured something out together. But given where Jess was at in his life and just kind of his emotional journey, I don't know that he would have necessarily been receptive to that. They were like two immovable forces, yeah. right? Because um, it's like when um, Luke makes fun of Jess for being employee of the month. Yeah. Like it's like rather than being like, well, of course it's like a plot point to be like, wait, he can't have been working that much, which is really what that serves as. Sure. Rather than serving as like a wait, Jess is like a great worker. Like he is, what is it that his manager calls him? Um, Mr. Reliable. Mr. Reliable. And it's like, I think that that would have been a very interesting like alternate take to that scene for Luke to be like, I've never heard anyone called Jess Mr. Reliable. Like mm. that has never been a way that that man has ever, boy rather, has ever been described in front of me, to me, around me, gossiped about. Like what, what's going on there? Like I know. And like focused more on that than being like, oh, Mr. Reliable. Like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he is very proud at the beginning of that episode when he gets the little letter, you know, inviting him to the ceremony for employee of the month. He tells Lorelai, like, this yeah. is not on the same level of Rory getting into all three schools that she wanted to. But like, just got employee of the month, and I'm really proud of him. I think that's great. It's that he's just so focused on the hours. And understandably, again, that was the plot point Yeah, that it served. However, I just keep coming back to this reality that, like, Jess wouldn't be the character that we come to. I mean, we loved him in the first few seasons for different reasons, but we love his character growth, and I don't think he would have gotten there had he not been forced outside yeah. of what he uh, outside of the path that he was on right yeah because I think had Luke said okay fine you win you can work you can stay here I don't want you on the streets like I don't want you <laughs> homeless sleeping in your car you can stay here I don't know that Jess would be the person that we now yeah see him as because I yeah he really had to go and um kind of do it for himself uh yeah as he does, because I think that between three to when he returns in four, which on Patreon, he's about to return and we're very excited. I cannot um, wait. That nothing really changed all that much because he's still kind of like throwing his feelings at Rory. Mm -hmm. He has not learned. He reads that book. It does not hit the same for Jess. Surprisingly, the book hits Luke Carter um, mm -hmm. or lands more cleanly because the feelings are reciprocated. Also, right. adults. Um but it's not until six that we really see that from him, that like mm. he pays Luke back for the money that he gave him in that he's about to give him in four. Right. And it just would have been different. I do wonder if there would have been a difference if like Luke would have been like, OK, you win. You can work at Walmart, but you like have X amount of time to get like maybe he doesn't have to go back to Stars Hollow High, but maybe he gets his GED like like something like that like you have to have a like some sort of educational something from living with me and you have x amount of time to do it while you work hmm. and maybe he gives him an alternative path and doesn't quite say you have to go and maybe from that jess is still like i don't want anyone telling me what i can and cannot do and he, and so he still leaves that was the suggestion i was gonna make yeah yeah and i still think i still think jess leaves i still think just leaving is the best decision just but like, leaving is, it is the is the 
decision because that's yeah. what that is ultimately what leads him towards again this kind of alternative path which sucks in the moment like in season yeah. four when you see the apartment he's living in in new york and like even before that when he goes to jimmy and he's like i have nothing you yeah. know it's it's so heartbreaking but it's one of those things where like babe you had to hit rock bottom to rise yeah. to the top i think it would have changed the jimmy outcome because like is it sadder that he like just gets put out in the rain like a puppy and like that no one wants and has to run off because he's like, then you have to go. Or is it harder that that Jess is like, I can't be here and runs off because he he couldn't necessarily say I have no one because he has Luke. Mm, so it would have changed that. So it maybe I think at You're the right. end of the day, I do like that they kicked him out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Luke intended to kick him out, but that's what he did. That is what he did. And he feels horrible for it when he says, I failed him. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That really sucks. Like, one of the ones that came up a lot is like, what if he adopted Jess? And I was like, well, he was almost 18. I yeah. don't know if it would have changed anything. Just a lot of paperwork. Very true. <laughs> Very true. A lot of paperwork to do with. The last one that I have before we do honorable mentions was um, not as frequent as the ones we mentioned at the beginning, but one that is it definitely would change the entire story. And that is what if Luke had been a woman as yeah, originally intended, <laughs> which I think is such an important one to talk about because it kind of begs the question of like, who would we root for when it comes to Lorelai? Yeah. Okay. This was one of the ones because we we picked a bunch of different ones so that mm -hmm. we wouldn't pick the same. But I love that one of ours ended up being the same. Me Great. too. Wonderful. <laughs> um, do we remember what the name of the woman was? I think it was Daisy. Yeah. Th I think that's what it was because yeah. it changed to Duke. And then it was Luke. And then, because I remember Scott Patterson not memorizing the not lines for Duke. Because <laughs> he was like, I thought he w I was here for Luke. And then we're like, same guy. Same guy. But I love that that comes back with Jason when he was like, Duke and Luke are the same. Um, amazing. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. <laughs> but <laughs> I love that. So Daisy owns the diner. So it's Daisy's. Um, would there be, so would she still be like a grumpy person? I wonder if she would have been like a Drella. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I wonder yeah. if they would have been like um, unlikely friends. If yeah. maybe it would have been um, she considered her a friend, but Daisy did not necessarily consider Lorelai a friend, but more of just like her customer that she begrudgingly served every day. Or if she would have like come in and they would have gossiped. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I think for that reason, that's why it didn't really work. Because yeah. also, you know, and I don't know if I remember Amy mentioning this or if I'm making this up in my mind, but I really do feel like it would just be like a little too much estrogen. Like we no, needed that's what the she balance. Said. Is that what she said? Yeah. We just needed the, the balance of a, of a prominent male character that wasn't Richard, that wasn't Michelle, who at the time, I don't think they knew exactly what they wanted to do with him. They needed that balance because female friendship is such an important component of this show and the relationships that women have with each other and of course familial relationships but Lorelai already had a best friend in Suki 
Yeah. Having this relationship with the diner owner, coffee shop owner, whatever Daisy's character initially would have been, I understand the sentiment. You're not trying to necessarily like drill into them that it's a, it has to be a love interest. And those yeah. sparks fly a little bit in the pilot, but not enough to really be like, oh yeah, this is going to be her love interest if you don't know where the story is going. Exactly. Do you remember when we did the Paris episode and we talked about how Suki's character was meant to be a lesbian, but yes. they cut that? I wonder if there would have been an a world in which Daisy was Daisy, like Luke's character was a woman, and Suki and Daisy were love Ooh, interests. That would have been and, very interesting. And maybe like Daisy like warms up to Lorelai because of Suki. Mm. And so like then she gets the perks of the she gets at the diner because she's Suki's best friend. I think if we ever had Amy on, one of the questions I would ask her is, you know, in your original concept of the show, having Daisy as the diner owner, coffee shop owner, the Luke character, what were some scenarios in which you felt like would take her character down, you know, what paths would she have gone down with Lorelai? Yeah. Would she have been as important or would she just be another townie? Because I yeah. don't consider Luke, Luke is a townie, but not in the but same way that like Patty Taylor, Bootsy, like those are also prominent characters. However, their background, they're not necessarily like yeah. completely changing the story in the same way that Luke, 1000%, and his choices clearly because of this episode, his choices changed the course of the story. Yeah, exactly. So was Daisy I, just meant to be that kind of character that she was just like another person in town? Maybe they weren't meant to go to that diner or coffee shop every single day, you know? Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have been the the place that they go to all of the time. Was Luke meant to be a love interest? I feel like I, I remember know. something along the lines of like that slowly no. developed and that yeah. he was just meant to be the diner owner. Yeah. Um, so like maybe it would have been more along those lines and she would have been more like Adrella. I kind of like the idea of like Daisy's, like Daisy's diner being like Daisy knows everything in town mm -hmm. begrudgingly and like fills Lorelai in on plot holes <laughs> or like gossip in town that she needs to know that's true um kind of like the newspaper <laughs> if mm -hmm. you will because mm -hmm. she learned so much because i think if luke paid attention luke would know everything in town luke would 1000 percent know everything in town he's he sees everybody in town all of the time but i think yeah. that's what makes it fun is that like yeah. he does not care in fact he's he would not rather not be involved <laughs> yeah no i think it would be interesting but i don't think I would like it as much. No, I think it would have provided us with a uh, fewer love interests for Lorelai or they would have had to find a way to incorporate a love interest for Lorelai in another way because the thing that makes Luke so exciting and someone you want to root for is because he's such a fixture in this town that she loves and that accepts her and has turned into her family. He's part of that. Yeah. Whereas like all her other love interests came from, you know, either her past, like Christopher, or came from, like, other outside components, like Chilton or Jason being also from her past, but you know what I mean, like him kind yeah. of coming in, being Richard's business partner and stuff like that, or Alex that she meets, you know, because he's a friend of a friend of Suki's. Yeah. I just think that having someone who is always there in the way that Luke is, like, a pillar in her life, I don't know where else they would have gotten that from. You yeah. know, it would have just been someone else in town. Exactly. It would have had to be. Or we would have rooted for her to end up with Christopher, which also 
would have been yeah. very interesting if that was the relationship we were rooting for the whole time was for Lorelai to get back together with Rory's dad. That's well, who we were rooting for. I wonder if Christopher would have just been developed differently. Yeah. Because the part of that that's interesting is that uh, one of the like points of contention with Chris and Lorelai and Luke is that Luke kind of stepped up as like a father figure. I don't think fully. I think that, um, you know, like what he does for her birthday and she only eat mashed potatoes for a week, like that mm-hmm. sort of thing that he's yelling at uh, Chris and wedding bell, wedding blues. bell blues. I was supposed to say wedding bowl blues. <laughs> wrong (laughs) wedding bell blues um and so that that wouldn't be there there Mm. would be some other sort of point of contention um between them and like emily wouldn't go to chris and be like she can't be with the diner owner she's got to be with you i don't like Mm. you much but you're the you're the one (laughs) yeah so that would change a lot too totally Um, totally why like what happened i love that they changed it into a love interest for Lorelai and just also into a guy you know yeah I think there are going to be very few times in my life I say that I'm so glad this ma- <laughs> this female character was changed into a man <laughs> yeah you know but in this instance I think it works I think without him in the storyline without his diner without like so many different components in his storyline with Jess and 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 everything in between I just think that the show would have been Ooh, a lot less Daisy raising Jess that would have be been interesting yeah. Him that having more of a mother figure because his mother was not yeah. really around. Imagine Very her like having a Luke attitude, but like being his aunt. That actually would have been fun to see. That would have been really fun to see as we're talking about that. I actually really like that. I would have liked that too. Because <laughs> I, I also really like the idea of Rory being raised around all women. Like mm-hmm. I think there's something really interesting about that. Totally. But I really like the idea of the first sort of like man entering into that dynamic is Jess, mm. like Suki, Daisy, Lorelai, Rory, Mrs. Kim, Lane, mm-hmm. and then Jess kind of comes in. I mean, we already have Dean, but like. Sure. But I wonder if that would have made Jess and Rory more pals and more uh, like familial, less love interesty. I don't know. I think they'd be love interests. Well, it had to be <laughs> or else I would never watch the show. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> we wouldn't be here. <laughs> so honorable mentions. I'm curious what yours are. Oh, my gosh. Some, Some of these of made these... me laugh. I'm sure you wrote down the what if Luke was Taylor's son. <laughs> I didn't, but that would be hilarious. I was like, what is what is that? What does that offer us? But like, well, no, but I, there was there were a lot of people who said, what if Luke's dad hadn't passed away? Yeah, and that was one of them. I thought that that would be really interesting to explore and if we ever do a part two to this episode i would really love to dive into yeah. that because it would have, have a lot of love to that. see the relationship between lorelei and luke's dad Ooh, interesting yeah luke's dad taylor <laughs> but it would be hilarious if part of the reason that luke just absolutely despises taylor is because there are like familial relations yeah. there that they are complete opposites yeah you find out that it's actually luke dozy <laughs> Wow. Instead of Luke Danes. Butch, Butch Dosey took, took, took the, the field. field. <laughs> Why did we do that at the same time? Hilarious. I don't know. I love it. Um, one that was confusing is what someone said, what if Luke was married to someone else? And I was like, he totally was. Her he was. was well, someone said, what if Luke married Nicole? And I was like, he did. He did. The captain married them. <laughs> we heard all about it. Yeah. 
One of my favorites was, what if Luke knew how to hug Rory properly? <laughs> I was like, yes, correct. Wow. I would, that would change a lot in this show. A lot of things. <laughs> this one I found fascinating. What if Luke wasn't actually April's dad? There was one that said, what if Luke found out in the future that April's test was wrong? Yeah, and I thought that would be fucking high school. <laughs> she's literally in middle school. Yeah. Um, but this one was very Gossip Girl. What if Luke wasn't actually April's dad, but but hired by Christopher to keep Luke and Lorelai apart? Oh, I could actually see yeah. Emily doing something like that. <laughs> That's so like Chuck Bass's dad. Oh my it? god, Bart Bass isn't actually dead. <laughs> exactly. For real. Sorry if you haven't seen Gossip Girl, but. Again, um, spoilers on a show that's yeah. been out for like 20 years. This one I really loved. What if Luke hosted a guy's night at the diner with Jackson, Bootsy, Maury, etc.? Like a regular guy's night. It would have been really like interesting. Like poker or something? Yes. <laughs> but what would have been really interesting is if and when like Lorelai has love interest, she tries to get Luke to invite them. Ooh. Or like in season seven when In season they seven make, when Christopher... Uh, the welcome yeah. wagon. That was the yeah. first thing that came to mind. Like, what if Christopher was invited? Like, in the same way that, like, Jackson and Chris go out for this, like, drink at that bar that yeah, nobody's ever exactly. heard of. That's what I was thinking about. Would have been interesting. Mm. Another one that felt very Gossip Girl was, what if Luke went missing during a fishing trip? <laughs> Not Luke going MIA. <laughs> it's, like, gone fishing on the on yeah. the door, and it's just there. And there's like a crime scene like tape around it because he's missing. Yeah. Um, gone missing. Gone missing. <laughs> I would love if Kirk was just lingering around being like, my wallet's in there. It's still in there. Can somebody <laughs> just please get my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a new driver's license. <laughs> Speaking of Kirk, this one actually made me giggle. What if Luke didn't find all of the eggs for Kirk? <gasps> and town just smelled bad forever. Horrible. Oh, man. We wouldn't have gotten the classic line. I love you, Luke Dance. <laughs> I love you. Another one was what if Luke and Kirk were childhood best friends? <gasps> oh, I actually love that. And I just like, that's like it, season that. four, like him and Lulu dating makes so much sense. Totally. Like totally. when they go on the Luke's date. I thought that one was kind of cute. But at the same time, I was like, never. <laughs> no, they never knew each other in high school. Um, speaking of high school, what if Luke did actually hook up with Crazy Carrie Duncan? I could, I could see. I him think he that. did. I think he did. Too. I think he did. <laughs> also, what I love. Speaking of this entire episode, is what if Luke still went by Butch? <laughs> Lorelai but- and Butch. Butches. Honestly, Lorelai and Butch still would feel very apropos. Yeah. No, Lorelai and Luke sound so good. What if Luke was the town playboy? Instead of East Side oh, yeah. Lou, you've got West Side Luke. <laughs> West Side Butch. <laughs> yeah, like what if he was a playboy before he met Lorelai? I um, know. Very I know. weird. Slim Pickens in Stars Hollow. Maybe it would have to be in the other side of Stars Hollow that we reference. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so maybe he is with East Side Tilly. East Side yeah. Luke. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. we learned that East Side Tilly's actually a child. In season six. Oh, right. Softball Tilly. team. That's right. She's on the <laughs> soccer team. Soccer team. Did I say softball? I meant soccer. That's okay. Um, those were most of my honorable mentions. The other one I had yeah. was what if Luke was the one to rage run for town selectmen? 
Ooh, which would have never. been he would never <laughs> he didn't even stay up to see the results <laughs> no he didn't but i think that would be funny if instead of like rage buying the apartment he rage yeah. ran for town selectman because he was so tired of taylor's antics and people were yeah. like yeah you know luke actually is smart with his money I mean, he runs that diner really well yeah exactly that's whenever i can always tell when my dad's about to ask me what a plot hole is so he's like so Jackson ran for town selectman. I was like, yeah, it's a plot hole that it ends up being Rock with Taylor. Like, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even have to say the full thought. And he was like, no. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You never hear about it again. Yeah. It's like a baby plot hole and then it just fizzles out. Yeah. I, I told him, I was like, listen to these two episodes before you ask me any more questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. Did you have any more honorable mentions? I did not. I yeah, there, there were just some that made me laugh and some I wrote down to actually have a conversation about. So maybe we'll do a part two to this later this year. There's just so many people submitted. So like when I was scrolling, it just kept going and going and going. And I'm going. telling you, I, I didn't like, even Y'all. reach all of them. I know I couldn't yeah. even read through all of them. I was like, I think I have the ones I want to talk about and we'll revisit maybe some other time. He affects the plot so much. Yeah. Totally. He really does. Yeah. But one of the ones, speaking of affecting the plot so much, that we had, that it kind of prompted us to do this episode, yeah. was what if Luke had told Lorelai or Rory or somebody about what happened the night before Dean's wedding with Dean confessing his feelings for Rory? What if he had stopped the wedding, uh, which we actually <laughs> talked about? He speaks now to the wedding. <laughs> I object. I'm Butch Danes. <laughs> Butch Danes took, took the field. field. <laughs> he objected. <laughs> he runs in. It's like slow motion. <laughs> He's object. got a football. We don't know why. <laughs> why? <laughs> he steals the bouquet. <laughs> Talk about Gossip Girl. Because we talked about this a lot in uh, season four, episode four. Uh, chicken or beef on patreon when this happens Mm -hmm. um because there's so many directions that this could have gone in um whether he interrupts the wedding whether he tells lorelei whether he tells rory because it's so awkward how he handles it he's just like don't go to the wedding and rory is just rory just is like accepts that cool i would have so many questions why many questions who did you talk to should i send the gift what (laughs) yeah exactly what what is like your ideal scenario coming from that? Like if he were to tell Lorelai, stop it himself, address Dean, like what do you think should have happened? My ideal scenario is that Luke goes and finds Lorelai, tells her. Yeah. Rory is insistent on going to the wedding. She's like, I feel bad. I need to go. Like he invited us. We really should go. And Lorelai like doesn't want to tell her because yeah. I don't think she would. I don't think Lorelai would tell her. I think, think she so? would no. I think she would go and sit with Rory at the wedding. And we already talked about this. I think perhaps in the what if Lorelai episode or what if Rory episode, like what if Rory went to Dean's wedding, what would happen? And it would have been really interesting to watch Lorelai watch Dean, who's watching Rory, <laughs> maybe sitting next to Luke. Yeah, that would be my ideal scenario. I think that I would have liked to see kind of I don't think it would have been as dramatic as like if this was written into an episode of Gossip Girl or something like that, I think it would have been just a lot. I think Dean still would have gone through with it. Um, But I think that like Lorelai kind of looking at Rory, looking at Dean, knowing what was going on. Lindsay looking at Dean. Yeah. Kyle looking at Dean. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I wonder if like Luke, because he couldn't find 
Lorelai would have just been like, okay, okay, like not told her not to go. And maybe they would have gone. Um, I don't know why Luke wasn't invited. I wonder if he would have gotten dressed up and like taken Lorelai aside and been like, Dean told me that he still has feelings for Rory or like Dean is still in love with Rory. This is what happened. And then she's like, why would you tell me this right now? Yeah. And so then they both go and sit down next to Rory, who's like, do to do to do. I got a gift for my ex-boyfriend and his new wife. Yeah. From a catalog. Then, yeah. After giving and, him advice that everybody should know about weddings. Yeah. Or like my mom went and got you a gift from the cat club. Yeah. So just like I wonder how that would have gone or if that would have like changed anything or if that would have impacted the way that Lorelai reacted after they slept together mm. of like maybe she was anticipating that maybe she would have um if she saw the two of them together ever she would have put a stop to it very fast I think she would have been like don't don't do this I yeah. know what you're doing because I don't know that Rory had feelings for Dean in chicken or beef like I don't know I don't if think those so. feelings were realized I think it was more over like I don't really know. I wish I could hear her in her monologue there because because <laughs> we never get that. We never Though, really get that. I wonder if like it's when he goes to take the bookshelf to Yale if Lorelai had been like, no, not you. Mm-hmm. And if like maybe Lorelai would have been trying to get them to not get together and it would have been such a shock when they slept together because she's like, I've been trying to prevent this. Because <laughs> I don't know that Lorelai was necessarily privy to how much time Dean and Rory were spending with each other. outside i think she maybe thought they saw each other in passing at the dragonfly and that was kind of it so i think that also is part of her surprise but the reason that we bring this up is because for the month of february of course we're going to talk about the boyfriends of course we're so predictable but something (laughs) that we wanted to do was to kind of do the greatest hits of the boyfriends yeah right and i think that in our conversations about jess and logan and dean we've kind of Talked about their relationship with Rory, talked about like the nitty gritty of who they are as characters, their journey, their character arc. The comparisons that people make. Comparing them to each other. But we've never really done an episode where we just only say nice things. Yeah, just love. The boyfriends. Just love (laughs) for the month of love, for the girls. And we're going to start with Dean. A full episode where Tara can't say anything mean about Dean. And we'll have more to say on that in the next episode. (laughs) Oh, we will. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 